Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. Confession to make. <laughs> oh, I love when we start like this. <laughs> I'm not like other people in the sense that, like, I don't drink coffee, right? So this time of year, mm. it's not the white Christian autumn for me in the sense that I don't have a PSL in hand, right? Sure. So I have to find some other way to be basic, right? And that's not hard, I yes. say, on a Twilight podcast. Right. <laughs> uh <laughs> But I, my confession that I bring to the space today, hi, welcome into the twilight, um, is that I, uh, I restarted Grey's Anatomy. Allie. I'm sorry, I'm... I, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, Grey's Anatomy is a white woman's one piece because it's like... You know, 500 episodes, 7,000 seasons, <laughs> a million characters, and y'all God. are still going. <laughs> and honestly, I respect the fortitude, you know? I feel like every time that I re-watch this, right, mm-hmm. I get to, like, I want to say, like, season 10 or something. Yeah. It's like after... All right, I'm going to... Listen, <laughs> if you all don't know... That's not my problem. Yeah. Because uh, how do you not know? Even if you don't watch it, how do you not know? Mm-hmm. Right? I get to like after the merger, after the plane crash, right? When the new interns come in and then I drop off. Yeah. Every time. Like I am not caught up on the new shit because like you get to like three plus spinoffs and I'm gone. Like. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where it was like, I think it was after grad school where it was like, I didn't have Netflix and I didn't have TV and it was still running. And I was like, I, I you are, I cannot follow, yeah. right? I, you were the on ship has sailed. I'm out. I, <laughs> goodbye. Like, Shonda's not even, <laughs> like, leading this. But good luck and uh, God bless. Um, here's the problem, though. Mm. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but God damn... The music is so good. And it's like, I just got to the part in season two where Meredith does the like, pick me, choose me. (laughs) And I want to be like, girl, but also girl. (laughs) (laughs) So that is my confession this week um, is that uh, unfortunately, early Grey's Anatomy, I get it. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Yeah, listen, y'all are braver than the troops, the Marines, mm. anyone. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, welcome into the Twilight. Uh, oh. Enjoy, settle in. It's a little tight here in the confessional booth. Um, <laughs> we welcome our guest, Hot Priest. God, could you imagine? If, yeah, it just in the wings, waiting in the wings this whole time. Just waiting yeah. for me to talk about... Uh, fucking Grey's Anatomy. How, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm vibing. I'm here. Um, 
I am live, laugh, loving. <laughs> um, um, I, I guess this is also a confessional booth. It's not as maybe uh, confession worthy. <laughs> it's going back to Grey's, your dark, twisted horse. But I am back in my Dimension 20 era. Dude. So that <laughs> is work back, baby. I feel like this happens once, you know, every one or two years. Because I love Dimension 20, but watching more than like two episodes, I'm like, I'm out. I can't yeah. keep up anymore. Or like, I didn't pay too much attention last time, and now I'm very confused. I don't want to go back because every episode's two and a half hours long. So I just don't. Right. So I just don't. But this I time, I'm back, and I'm like actually caught up, and I have a general understanding of what's going on, which has never happened to me before in my life. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, it's the like fairy spinoff situation that they're doing. Um, it's like okay. a court of fae and flowers or whatever, and like everyone's, it's like a, a high court royal court situation, and they're fairies, okay. and there's drama, and it's like fashion, but they also all hate each other. And I'm like, great, this is like Real Housewives, but also in Dungeons Ugh. and Dragons, I'm in. Um, and most importantly, Brennan is playing, which I oh love my to god, really. See. Yes, because um, I think he played in another spinoff earlier that I also didn't watch because I'm bad at this. But he's playing in this one. Lou Wilson, Love of My Life is there. Emily Axford, Ugh. Love of My Life is there. Also some new folks who I would die for um, are all in there. And I'm having a blast. Um, it's very just like court politics and also everyone's gossiping and spreading rumors. Ugh. And it's delicious. It's like this is how I want to consume this kind of media through exactly. gossip. Exactly. <laughs> Like, if someone had told me when I was in middle school or even high school, when I was still like, ew, Dungeons and Dragons, that's for fucking geeks. When I was like, um, no, actually, I'm a nerd. If they had told me and said, no, you don't have to do high fantasy if you don't want to. Right. You could do D&D a la The Hills. Or on the Jersey Shore. I would have fucking knocked over everyone in my way to get to that. Are you kidding me? Well, D&D games. Wow. Look at us. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) Amazing. I have a product for my happy thing. Okay. But I'm not going to say the small business. Um... Because we're not being paid for it. Mm-hmm. But I would happily do that because I'm very happy with the purchase that I got. Amazing. The... Here's the... Th- okay. So, climate change. Here's my tendon. Yeah. <laughs> um, usually... Uh, usually here in the Pacific Northwest... This is not the end of the show. Usually in the Pacific <laughs> the mm. in the Pacific Northwest, we do have a a longer summer. However, yeah. by mm. this point, we would have rain. We would have dark. Yes. And I'm craving it so bad. I'm gonna eat my words on that and I know that. However, um all we've had uh is is sun and light and heat, and specifically smoke, and it's been awful. Yeah, not great. Not great. Not great. And also not fall, which is... Yeah, definitely not the season. Not fall. In. It feels more... Um, I Honestly, I don't know how people in, like, L.A. 
do this where like every day is the same. It's honestly yeah. kind of fucking with my brain. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's yeah. It's there. The lack of variety I find very odd. One of the things that I purchased uh, two months ago were these window clings that when interacting with sunlight cast rainbows in in the in the room, right? Yeah. Of no uh, impact. This was absolutely not the small business's fault because I purchased these from a Canadian business owner. Um, (laughs) Sure. This was absolutely the USPS. <laughs> um, the yeah. USPS decided, oops, um, they're gone. Uh, I, who, Where'd they go? So Uh-oh. these took a really long time to arrive. The small business owner was amazing and sent a new uh, package that arrived perfectly on time. The window cling specifically, the way that these like prismic things make rainbows, um, I'm obsessed with them. I love them yeah. so much. Um, the way that they when they when they hit the cats and the cats become rainbows is the best oh. thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, cats should be rainbows rainbows more often. Exactly, a hundred percent. What I've also noticed is when I've where I've placed them, um, the birds also like them too. They're like, ooh, shine, and then they go (laughs) to the bird feeder. So it's all around good benefits. Um, Yeah, it really gets every, checks every box. Exactly. Serotonin, nice little light situation. Beautiful. I am fully aware that once we hit dark gloom rain season, um, which should be happening now, I will not get the benefit of these until like May. So I am soaking these (laughs) up as much as possible. Um, But they are relatively an inexpensive thing for what has brought me so much goddamn joy. Yeah. And Uh. I, I mean, you can get them from so many different people and so many different designs, but that has brought me just, it's so worth it. It is, yeah. yeah, that is, that is my absolute happy thing right now in, yeah, um, even though I can't open my windows cause it's so goddamn <laughs> smoky out, um, yeah. being able to bring the light in and now the light is rainbows. That is, um, that's honestly, that's some real like dragon tail shit and I love it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's you. You have your 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 precious stone, and you're just exactly like, <laughs> casting it away. Yeah, I oh, love that. I love it so much. Oh, it's just so happy. Um, we have a an odd little smorgasbord. Yes, to talk about here. Um, the first of which I would like to bring to your attention is. Kieran Moore, who is the actor that plays Dimitri on Vampire Academy, um, seems to be running his Twitter account. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't think he's at a level of fame yet where people are stepping in. (laughs) 
at this point. But maybe, <laughs> maybe soon after this. <laughs> I I would like to draw your attention not just to his Twitter account, which seems to have been created when he was cast on the show, which yeah. seems to be April 2020. But the Twitter header that he has, which is Dried Dead Roses. Hmm. Yeah, it does look a little um, menacing. <laughs> Just like, who the fuck dramatic. is this dude? Yeah. And you'd think like, oh, this is very much like a Timothy Chalamet kind of dude when you hear those two things, right? But then you look at the yes. photos that this man has posted of himself. And he's posted two of theoretically the same photo. Right. <laughs> yes. One where he's looking at his camera. The other where he's looking at the viewer. He is in a very tight tank top. Yes. Tattoos his arms all are exposed. Out. Yeah. Just guns ablazing. Those biceps are. Yeah. And he says in the caption, because again, there's there's no social media manager. There's no public. There's nothing. Right. <laughs> he says, forgive me, for I have mirror picture sinned again. Oh, bud. I need to double check how old this man is. One moment. <laughs> yeah, before we just like. <laughs> he does have a wedding ring on. But that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> he may be wed, but... <laughs> I forgot that he has the same name of someone who is dead. Uh-oh, Did yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah, yeah, Kieran Moore knew. <laughs> right, I need... Kieran Moore be alive... Yeah, one, not please. dead. <laughs> not the one who wasn't born in the 20s. <laughs> right. Kieran Moore. Uh, how old was Kieran Moore? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kieran Moore a lot. Kieran, Kieran Moore, the alive one. Kieran oh, Moore. Age. Okay, so IMDb tells me he's a Capricorn, but it's not telling 82 me how years. old he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's this showing photos of this man and also saying he is 82 years old. This is ins- this is wild. It's literally telling me he's a Capricorn, but not telling me 25. how old this man. Okay, finally. 1996, Jesus. 25. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. And also dead. <laughs> and also, yes, um, he's also dead. He's 25 right. and he's okay. at the same. All right. Now that I know that he was born in 1996 and 25, <laughs> I can talk shit on this man. Yeah. Um, great. So the replies to this are bad. Yeah. A lot. The stands are out. I'm also, I'm delighted that there are stands of this show. Because I, I would assume that nobody is watching this except for us. But I'm glad I there's agree. like a Tumblr-y kind of fan community out here and the replies he's also not helping his case at all by replying to like anyone and everyone that mentions dimitri <sighs> yeah 
And he, he's, um, all of his, like, photo tweets are just, like, gif reactions and, you know, reaction screenshots. And it's like, hey, bud, how about we don't do this? Can someone get this man a class, please? <laughs> how to can be shop- perceived. <laughs> right, exactly. Anyways, I just needed to share that because it's important one, for you all to know that that exists. Yeah, he's thirst trapping on Maine. So. Exactly. <laughs> and also maybe allegedly married. Who knows? <laughs> right, exactly. That but also, also he seems like he's a ring point. guy. You know what I mean? He just seems like he's a ring guy. Because he has a similar gold ring on his other hand, which I know is not the wedding hand or finger. But like, he just seems like he's a ring guy. That's true. But I, he also could that's be true. wed, and that's fine. No disrespect to you and your betrothed. <laughs> Good sir. <laughs> it's just it. It's impossible to find out information about this man. There's no way to know. I thought, so <laughs> I thought the whole thing about going into Hollywood was that you were supposed to choose a name that was right. Have a stage name that's not directly linked to a famous <laughs> person. Exactly. Who is, gay. is it because he's Irish? Yeah, maybe he's like it's is my he... heritage. I have to. <laughs> maybe. I thought that was the whole thing, was that, like, when you're supposed to Google them, you don't find a dead man, but... Yeah. Whatever. Who am I? Anyways, um, speaking of beautiful men, we do have... Yes. We do have some information here about our, sh- our, <laughs> our short king, friend <laughs> Ashley. Yes. Who has... Okay, I didn't know this, but apparently it's not new. He has a production company. Mm. Called Ninth Mode. Interesting. I wonder, I would need to look this up more, but I wonder if that started so that he was like part of the production for you. Anyways, he's producing a movie adaptation of David Sedaris's short story, Jamboree. Okay. All right, producer Badgley. Okay. (laughs) I wonder. We just talked about this. I wonder if he's of like him wanting, we want him to be more like front runner on screen. But this makes yes. me think that he's like, actually, jokes on you. I want to go behind. Taking a little bit of a backseat. Yeah. It's like, let me just yeah. get in the sauce, you know? <sighs> yeah. Interesting. So he, f- oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so we formed Ninth Mode with its CEO, Nava Kavlin, who yeah. he also hosts the podcast Pod Crushed with. Cool. Great. Love yeah. that. Isn't that where they do um, those, like, middle school stories? It's like, hey, you were embarrassing yeah. at one point. <laughs> it is important to know that no writer has been attached to this yet. Mm. If you, like myself, are like, Jamboree, cool, sports, great, love that. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the um, truth. Mr. Scorpio Pen Badgley, the reason why he chose this work apparently is he was like, this is a story about fixation and fantasy in the face of family trauma and generational cycles of poverty. And yet I mm. found so much humor in it. The project of translating Sedaris's masterful wit and subversive social commentary into a feature film is very exciting. Yeah. Hmm. So. That seems very pen of being like, let's talk about drama, baby. 
And also poverty. Yeah. I'm curious. It's apparently not the first time that this has been adapted. Um, But I'm curious to learn more, I will say. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He likes a a dark and nasty. Yeah. I... So I was looking up this ninth mode situation, right? And like, what the fuck is this? Um, What have they done? Who are they? Um, I guess they formed in 2020. Um, Originally, with the intention, at least from this this Twitter thread, uh, to create meaningful children's TV content that explores Uh, heavy issues through a hopeful lens. Oh. So I don't know what happened there. Uh, maybe they're also doing children's stuff. I can't find a single thing they've produced at this moment, but let's, we're here. Um, but interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe he was like, I don't, <laughs> he just wants to be the next competitor for Bluey or something. Who's his Right. <laughs> I'm going to be the next Bluey. <laughs> Um, yeah, we need to but find. I mean, he's a dad now, can so create the character. Like, I just want to make stuff that my kids right. can watch. Like it makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. children's TV that's also you know talks about real shit. Okay, great. Um, I'm watching reboot. I'm into it. I'm, I'm down for the count. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm into it. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep it All posted. Right. Yeah. Um. We. We have a really great email here. From Danny, that I would love to share with you. Yes. Danny says, hey fam, I like to peruse my Facebook memories, time hop thing every day, to try and delete cringy things from my past. You know, like you do, as a responsible adult who has less of a filter as a teen. Yeah. I came across the status from 2011, and apparently I was reading Vampire Academy three at a time. Um... They they scribbled out some of the names here, but what you are missing here is them saying something to the effect of the person who replied, liking both Adrian and Dimitri, and the replier couldn't choose between them. And apparently I was all in on Adrian. 16-year-old me had some sort of taste in men, apparently. Also, the status Listen, happens talking- to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, the status was talking about how books are better than reality. And what about the third book was better than real life? Like magic, okay, cool. But bloodthirsty vampires? Yikes. Being a teen was complicated (laughs) and was full of complex emotions. So the status here that was shared is from July 31st of 2011 when Danny wrote, 16-year-old Danny, Pisses me off when books and movies are way better than reality. And Danny replied to said person who we don't know, saying, almost done with Vampire Academy 3. Ugh. (laughs) Can I say (laughs) that I love Adrian and I'm getting frustrated with Rose and Dimitri? And then we don't know the response here. But Danny says, I'm working on it. I don't like Dimitri as much as Adrian. You can have Dimitri. I'll take Adrian. (laughs) 
<laughs> with a winky face emoticon. Yeah, crucially, a winky open mouth faced emoticon. So the colon That's, D, but the, the, the semicolon D um, really captures the spirit here. God, this is so 2011. I feel like I'm there. Because this was me. This for sure was me. <laughs> like, um, I love this. I love this feud of being like, yes, Dimitri, oh, I'm over it. Adrian's my boy. You can have him. <laughs> like, oh. I love it. It's seeing, seeing the writing specifically from 2011 mm-hmm. hurts in a way that I feel so exposed yeah for sure (laughs) and so danny thank you for reminding me of that but also i was not expecting to see that yeah thank you for keeping us humble you know exactly (laughs) (laughs) specifically starting a reply with capital u uh just i needed i needed to be humbled today i need to be taken down a peg you know (laughs) exactly Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Um, when we last left off here, we started the pilot, titled Pilot of Vampire Academy. Yeah. Which surprised me, surprised you, <laughs> surprised many people probably. Yeah. When Peacock was like, sorry, we have to green light this. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now. We get to episode two, titled Earth, Air, Water, Fire. All four nations lived in harmony. <laughs> Are together. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did kind of feel like that. You are correct. Yeah. I, Shit's heating up, how, though. How do you feel having watched this? I am. I'm still, like, very curious. Like, I am still invested. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think the ways that they are kind of picking and choosing like we were talking about last week is over time. And the more that we watch is smart, but it does I make agree. me be like, Ooh, I don't know what to expect, which is also kind of exciting. Cause I'm like, Ooh, they could just do whatever they want. Kind of, or like just pick a timeline and like kind of just judge it up that way. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. I will say first and foremost, um, I, last week I was a little skeptical. I was sad because we were not getting uh trench coat, Dimitri, Duster Dimitri. Yeah. But I'm happy to report. I'm happy to report that we get him this time. <laughs> I was it's very true. scared. But we do get Dust, uh, Duster Dimitri, and that is important to me, to you, to your loved ones, <laughs> to everyone. Being able to see him in this episode be like mm. you, to Rose specifically, be like yeah. you are a piece of shit who (laughs) walks around this campus like you can do anything with no consequences yeah and also is like complimenting her being like you you can take down anyone that you want Mm -hmm. was just like oh it's so good and then we also get to see the the, like crack of his smile Mm. (sighs) I loved up. it. Yeah, we're getting the the charming Dimitri at this point because, like the you know the the edges are getting softened a little bit here. Um, we're obviously first episode is like very traditional hard Dimitri, where it's like I'm just here 
to do my job, <laughs> right? And right. now it's like, oh, you're so fucking frustrating, but also you're very good <laughs> at what you do. And Rose is just like, I don't know how to handle this interaction <laughs> because you're right. saying bad things about me, but also complimenting me. And you're also very attractive. Like, I'm, I can't. This is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I love it. Everyone's squirming a little bit. The little seeds are being planted. I'm obsessed. I think especially the way that... Because I was very skeptical in the first episode of why they changed the dynamic between the two of them. Yeah. And like, I get, mm-hmm. I get it, right? Especially right. for NBC. <laughs> to yeah. be like, we're a, not going to do it. Yeah, on a very baseline level. Here. I get it, yeah. Um, it was pro- honestly, it was probably one of the reasons why they signed this on is like, we can't. It's very mm. bad for our look. Um, yeah. But I think that with how they are kind of cherry picking the storyline so far, it kind of makes sense because what we're seeing of Rose is that like, she has Mason wrapped around her finger. Mm. She has Alberta, her in like main teacher, be like, you're annoying, but you're really good. Like, so like kind right. of wrapped around her finger too. And then we get Dimitri who's like, not, following what she's been able to do so far and so this is Uh the first person who is still so we still get a lot of that same interaction between the two of them of her usual tricks aren't working and the same thing is happening for dimitri too of like why isn't this girl listening to me (laughs) i'm so scary (laughs) and so we're able to do that without what ferrero did of um having that like teacher student dynamic there right which and that like authority the there with mm-hmm. right yeah so i get it yeah this it's this just episode there's, is wild. there's so much more tension yeah you can definitely feel it like building and it's like ooh, it's gonna be fun to watch like with my eyes oh my gosh yeah this episode is wild because there's like two very distinct like things going on mm-hmm. of crises right <laughs> like um lissa is on her royal path to royal shit and being like oh man what am i gonna do i hate this and also but i have to do what's right whatever and within Which, that like, we haven't even really gotten to in the no, books yet this is totally new territory right so yeah that's already its own thing and within that the way that they do this like finding out that she doesn't really have a specialty right yeah. is for that to be like a coronation kind of ceremony right like to which was have so it be, cool it's really smart of being like oh this is like there are like steps in place to you know become royalty or whatever and this, these are like the lines that you are doing as this person right, right? um who is up for the throne um and so they have this like broadcast situation of like every a little bit of every element and whichever one vibes with you the best and that you have is it, which is really cool. Like in a TV context, very stressful for Lissa because she knows she's like, uh oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think this is going to work, dog. Uh, I don't know about this one. Um, and also like, and also, I don't know if this was something in the books either, but she, you know, has these conversations with Christian um, and also like people that are like in her court or whatever of being like, yeah. Adrian totally knew he was fire from the beginning, but like I was struggling. And if 
they knew that there was something that was wrong. They had like a backup plan, but oops, they're all dead. So like that's out of the window. We don't really have that anymore. So I'm just like YOLOing in this right now. Yeah. Well, okay. There are a couple things. One, here's what I'll say. That's a good thing. The yes. tension between Lissa and Christian this episode was really good. By the Truly end of this episode, kiss. I was like rooting for them. Yeah. So I think that they did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Here's my problem with it, though. Yeah. We, they had, they had the moment in this episode for Christian to set Jesse on fire. And they didn't do it. I literally, so furious. Because that's, like they that's what we're missing from up. Christian. Right? Of like the actual little bit of a D-bag energy and like right. i like that christian is getting like a nice guy era or whatever but the beauty of christian is that he's both and that's that's beautiful exactly um, he's a little bit of a shit but he's very he's full of love you know and jesse deserves <laughs> set on fire even in a fun jokey way in school um and you gave <sighs> almost gave that to us we could have i know it, and we didn't and that's fucked up i feel like they shot both of those scenes and they cut it and I don't... Yeah, maybe they're, like, too think, real? <laughs> I don't know if it's because the people that they tested thought, like, mm-hmm. Christian... Maybe Christian tested better when he just had his, like, nice guy era. But yeah. the reason why... And I will say this every episode because I feel like it bears repeating that, like, the reason why Christian means so much to me after we've read these three books is that he is an outcast, which they do mention in this episode, and I'm glad for yeah. it. He is an outcast, which is why he has this shell of being an asshole. But yes. he's also, re- like, what is that saying of, like, he is kind but not nice? Mm. Rather than yeah. what we, what is the other one where it's, like, he, people being nice but not kind? Like, he's... He'll right. do really kind things, which we see in this episode, but he'll, he won't be nice about it. And I feel like in right. the show, they're trying to say that, like, he's he's kind and he's also nice, which, like, that's not right. Christian. <laughs> yeah. And it's he's not gonna like do the these vibe... things, but he's going to be an asshole about it. Right. Like, and all of that, that hard shell comes from, like, a very deep insecurity, you know, which is, like, yeah, a really real. core part of his whole brand of, like... Everyone fucking you know, thinking he's his families are traitors and that he's gonna fly off the handle and whatever, whatever. And like yeah. uses this like bad boy exterior while also being like very sweet when it comes down to it and the people right. that matter. And that was why like when Rose and Christian were assigned together, they got on each other's nerves so well is because both of them had these hard shells that were facades, right? Like, yes. And that was why- They're like the same kind of aggressive and like- Exactly. <laughs> just like built up and they don't like it because they're both equally as stubborn. Because <laughs> they call each other <laughs> For the out same reason, right? And I yeah. feel like if these two are going to get in a room together, it's not going to work because right now- they're playing, honestly, what I'm seeing is they're playing Christian the way that, like, the way that, like, Mason was played in the books. Yeah. Where he's totally. just mm-hmm. nice and flat 
And that's not, that's doing a disservice to him. Yeah. He deserves more. Give him an edge. I want a little edge. Yeah. I will say though, they. Frustrates me. They have this like, it's very frustrating. And they have this televised sort of situation. Um, Lissa's freaking out because she's like, "Uh it was so cool. It's really cool how they did it. Um, And so she's like going through all these different elements, only doing like the bare minimum of what anyone can do, right? Um, And it's freaking out. And also there's like watch parties at like bars (laughs) and like all across, whatever. Yeah, it was like Ted Lasso. Like we got to see the bar people. It was so cool. The bedding. People are placing bets, you know? Yeah, it's like a whole thing. It's really funny. Um, And obviously it's not working. And people who are watching it are kind of like, she's kind of milking this. Like she's really taking (laughs) her time picking. Um, And then it becomes fire. And Lissa is obviously visibly shocked um as at and uh, in the corner you see that christian is just there because he knows that she can't do it and she's fucked so rather than because leading up to this point we have this sort of lore of uh sonia was her name yeah it's carp yeah so yeah sonia miss carp of that whole situation um which they give kind of backstory of oh she got really fucked. Like, we get a little bit of detail being like, oh, they, like, tried a lot of different things and then just wasn't a person anymore. And so mm-hmm. she's out. Um, and Lissa being like, uh-oh, don't want that to happen to me. So Christian, rather than risk that possibility of her not specializing in something, just, like, faked it. Which, delicious. I love this. It's so good. Because she you gets know. pissed. In a way right. that, like... She- <laughs> in a way that, again, would have been a, like, Rose thing. Yes, my one of my favorite my favorite interaction this whole episode is she like goes up to her, his door and like bangs on it and being like I don't need a man to save me and he goes oh. uh, neither do I <laughs> like it's just like good news it's so good <laughs> yeah the interactions between them like they're really good and the part that like yeah I my notes became a mess was like w- later on after this when Dimitri. Um, like brings her over and he does the whole like um (laughs) when he's like you're nothing but magic because like she's pissed right yeah Mm -hmm. and she knows now and this is the part that i got really confused about right is like so she hasn't specialized and we don't know about spirit yet um Mm -hmm. because the stuff that they mentioned about carp and the electro not electrotherapy the it's not electrocution fuck what is it called um Mm. it's the bad buzz Um, right (laughs) yeah fuck i i don't remember but they do mention carp because she hasn't specialized and they they don't they haven't thought about spirit yet um right what that means right now for lissa is that she has to keep christian around yes to do the fire which made me wonder like where's adrian like how is adrian gonna play into this yeah um, yeah, but we don't know. We don't know yet because we haven't met right. Adrian. But she's pissed, right? right? And right. the thing that really disarms her, which I thought was so hot, is Christian's like, 
you're because she's like i don't have any magic like i'm nothing he's like you're nothing but magic and i was like fuck Ugh, i'm how dare done. you <laughs> And then they do the whole thing where they're like, we shouldn't do this. And I was like, I gotta go. And it lasts, it lasts so long. The way they, usually it's like a, oh, we really shouldn't do this. And they do it. They do it for like a solid 30 to 45 seconds of it being like, this is really bad. We really shouldn't be doing this. This is really, really, really bad. Um, And then they just get getting closer and closer and closer until they do it. And it's um, delicious, beautiful. I want all of it. I will eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was so good. The music that they had behind it it was so, oh, Oh, my God. Amazing. So, like, conversely, on the other side of this, Rose. I I felt like Rose. (laughs) I felt like Rose. Rose is, yeah. Rose is going through it, right? Oh, yeah, Um, because of her tribunal. (laughs) She said, yes. At the same time all this is happening, um... Someone and she's like, "Hey, um, you, there's gonna be tribunal. Um, you're gonna have to like plead your case. Um, it's gonna be rough." And Rose is like, "Oh, are they just gonna like transfer me? Like, whatever. I'll figure it out. It's bad. Um, right. And and they're like, no, no, no. Um, they're deciding if you're even fit to be a guardian, like at all. So you better like actually study up and (laughs) apologize." (laughs) Again, we have to remember, they are acting like this is the the two years of them being gone girl thing. No. This right. is them, her and Lissa going out for like 30 minutes max. Yeah. Fully to, based on that one incident. Yeah, yeah. To have a, essentially, like a, a funeral by themselves to honor her dead family. Yeah. That is what they're like, Rose, we're going to kill you for Right, <laughs> that was a big bad, and you, <laughs> yeah, this is the worst thing that's ever happened on this campus ever. Exactly. How dare you? When we see Jesse later on do the same yeah. thing, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, for real. Fuck this um, dude. fuck Jesse. Um, the tribunal, I will say, very cool, very scary, very cool. Yes, it is like the way they like have this like court situation. It's kind of like this. Um, the set. I am now that we're actually seeing it in motion. I'm like, ooh, they're doing some fun things here with how this place is like. They had up, money, right? which they I was money, not expecting. Sure. No, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but it's like this kind of like alcove situation, like leaning over um, this like grand thing or whatever. And it's like kind of this like half circle of, yeah. you know, chairs and whatever. And they're all just kind of like sitting, like standing in front of this at the center here. And Lisa um, does not know about the tribunal, by the way. Of they, course, for because, some reason, right. because again, they're treating this like it's a bigger deal than it should be. Mm-hmm. Lissa and Rose are not talking. Yeah, they're not they're fighting, like not but they're allowed. not allowed to be talking. Yeah, and so, and Rose is like not gonna break those rules again to be like, hey, something bad. A because she doesn't want to make Lisa upset, um, right. and B she doesn't want to risk it being worse than it is. Right. Um, right. So she's just like, fuck it, I'll handle this myself. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, doesn't do great, right? Um, <laughs> because because it's Rose, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I did what I did. I said what I said. I don't care. Um, and then. We get our first, like, real acknowledgement, I think, of, of the bond babes. Of the bond. Because yeah. um, we kind of get it a little, we get, we got hints of it in the last episode being like, I knew you were here kind of vibe, but not yeah. like inside of the brain situation, which I will say it's really hard to like depict that on television. I think they're doing it, it better like, than they did in the movie. 
I think so too. Cause it's hard to do it without going like full, like Jimmy Neutron inside the brain situation. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's really hard to like actually visualize that. And yeah. it still feels weird, but I think it's always going to feel weird. Cause it's just like hard to like actually process in a visual medium, in a third person visual medium. Right. Yeah. Um, so it, it works in how it's doing it. Um, and you get the sense that she, that Lissa is like freaking out because this is right before her supposed to do um, the specialization ceremony, whatever. Um, and she's and full like, on like hyperventilating, like having a hyperventilating fully. And like beforehand, um, what is the guy's name that? Victor. Whoa, hello. Victor, yes. Um, so Victor is being like, oh, if you think, you gotta tell me right now. <laughs> Like, if you think you can't specialize, I'll get you the hell out of here. We'll figure something out. We'll go on the road, whatever. And so Liz is kind of, like, weighing these options of being, like, do I just, like, face up to whatever happens or, like, dip? Right. And also, like, and that's also a bad thing to do. Like, she's, like, freaking out. And during this tribunal, um, Rose, like, feels that stress and tension and everything. Yeah, she, like, that's so um, ravened it. She's, like, she I'm literally that's so ravened it. And was like, hey, I actually am going to peace out. And everyone's like, hey, whoa, you can't just do that because otherwise you might be totally fucked. And she's like, bye. And just dips. <laughs> Alberta had her head in her hand. She's like, God, fuck yeah. you, damn it. Alberta's like, I'm trying to help you so bad, but you won't let me. And yeah. I hate it. How dare Here's you? Here's my question for you. Do you yeah. think that they are actually going to have Victor go dark side because – they have been playing right. him for these I'm, two episodes so good. They also haven't they mentioned him that he's really cool. sick yet. Right. So, unsure. Because it seems like he is very much a different... Like, he's a Victor energy. Not energy, but like he's like the uh, replacement in a way that feels like a different kind of mentor situation. Right. Um, but I... Maybe. Like, it does feel like maybe he could go to the other side. But also, I, I feel like we'd get... We need more droppings because at this point he's only been like loyal and chill and cool right but maybe there is a, something that that flips the switch you know it's just like why else would you still keep victor having me right. as his daughter yeah mm-hmm. and why would you have victor be in on all of these conversations like it, it mm-hmm. makes sense for him to go dark, dark side but they yeah. haven't mentioned the him being ailing and dying. Right. And that's like the mm-hmm. whole thing. Right. That is the the, <laughs> the straw that breaks the camel's bag. Right. On there. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll, I guess we'll see like what, if that's even something they're going to put in there. But yeah. I am curious for sure. One of um, the things that I loved about Lissa yeah. in this episode is that she does get to kind of like talk to Dimitri for the first time. Yes. And... Because obviously, like, she's very thankful um, about Rose coming in and seeing Uh her right before the tribunal. And Rose is like, my money's on you. You got this, babe. Like, go get him. I was like, don't ask anything about me. I'm fine. Everything's really chill. I'm having a really good time. No, don't even talk about me. No, no, it's all good. Don't worry your pretty little head about it. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I did love, like, afterwards when Lissa's walking with Dimitri and she's like, Hey, so I heard about you. You're supposed to be this like badass or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And Janine is like the only one that's supposed to be better than you. So how the fuck did Rose pass by you? Yeah. How'd that work? 
hmm? And he's like, oh, I don't actually know. I don't. Yeah, uh, oopsie. I don't. Hmm. Weird. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but I loved it. Like, after all this happens, um, Rose is like, so I'm obviously leaving. The only thing that yeah. naturally can occur now is that I need to get fucking shwasted. I need to get lit. <laughs> um, and I need to have a great time. So yeah. every drinks are on me. Right. Let's go. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's a rough time. She um, has one drink, by the way. It's important yes, to know and that. It's important she has one drink. Um, but she is living. <laughs> she is out here. She has one um, drink. She's on the bar when Christian yes. and Lissa kiss. Yes. And her Bombay powers activate and mm-hmm. she goes. Passes out. <laughs> yeah. She like, what is the thing in the Princess Diaries? She like kicks her leg up and oh, she falls. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She pops her leg and she's gone girl and falls into Dimitri's arms. I'm literally. I'm, I'm gone. Because like the whole time Dimitri's like in the back. Just, like, watching, observing, as he does, because he's fucking Dimitri. Um, and he's just being like, oh, no, this is going to be a thing. And, like, w- literally, as soon as, like, she's out, he's up and under, just <laughs> arms out, <laughs> ready to go. Uh, I love uh, And we get our, our, our beautiful Duster, Duster Dimitri, and just, like, uh, carrying her out all the way. And, ugh, God. There are... So there are some important dynamics that happen in this, like our, our subplots, yeah. that are I'm keeping my eyes on. One, Meredith and Mia. Yes. I, I oh have my, gosh. my eyes on. Very, I am looking. <laughs> I'm, mm, um, Guardian Tanner, who, if I remember right, Mikhail is the one that goes dark side. So the fact that he is, like, talking to Sonia Karp. Um, yeah. Makes me very nervous. But mm-hmm. Sonia Karp in this story is not, is still like a little bit lucid. Whereas yeah. Claire Foy played her as like Gone Girl. Yeah, she was out. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we still get like books and like talking to birds and all that stuff. Um, yeah. But Sonia Karp is like, listen, I have maps. Here's the Strigoi. They're... They yeah, have, they're all planning this they're like, all planning. attack. And fucking yeah. Guardian Tanner, who seems to be the one who's like teaching about Strigoi in the classes, is like, Strigoi don't plan. They don't think. Right. It, it's like, what? It's fucking Hey, dangerous. bud. Yeah, come on now. The other C plot that kind of ends the episode, which had mm-hmm. me shaking in my boots. Yeah. Fucking JC. Fucking JC. <laughs> Is this guy? He does the whole thing, right? He does the compulsion of like, um, I get to leave because I'm royal. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want. I'm taking the whip. <laughs> you can't stop right. me. And it's not like where it was in Montana, where people would just like walk out of the gates. They all have to take cars. Yeah. Very weird, but sure. Um, and when he comes back, there's obviously a struggle. Him having to, him going back for his like SUV and getting the Strigoi on the car, very good. Very so good. Because like <laughs> this whole time, the the dude at the gate is like, hey man, get in. Like, right. there's a Strigoi there. Like, fuck, the fuck your fuck car, in. it doesn't matter. Right. And so he goes back into the car to like drive it in. And the Strigoi just like, on it, obviously, like goes right on top of the hood and it's like scares the shit out of him. Um, very funny. The. 
the way that the um what are they called the they're not guards the way that the the things that they have protecting the walls oh the um fuck there is a name for it um shit i don't remember what it's called yeah but they're very important because they especially in the first book because they break them jesse does and it's cold um the wards that's what it is wards yes the way that the wards activate and kill the strigoi in this was very good yeah and very visual which i liked a lot what i was very nervous about um in the way that this episode ended is if they are doing the strigoi attack this early Mm -hmm. like episode three early um we're fucked because yeah what the hell (laughs) because the whole thing about the attack was like the emotional Mm -hmm. weight of that and so i don't know if they were just like teasing that it's coming or that they're testing it or what but if it i'm honestly going to be really disappointed if it happens this early because we don't have emotional connections for that to be important yet right at this point no because i so far i'm not necessarily against the kind of like uh kind of like jeremy bear me <laughs> mess of the timeline <laughs> jeremy <doing>. bear me <laughs> yeah um but i feel like there has to be some fixed point like we need to care about the dynamics between some of these folks for that to matter actually have resonance yeah mm-hmm. yeah but so far, I'm honestly surprised that, like, I want to keep watching. Yeah, same. I'm like, ooh, I, w- I want to see. I want to see how this p- shakes out. And I'm, uh, that's not what I, that's not what I, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> no. So I'm glad, my method anyways is I'm only doing one episode at a time. Because I want to yeah, remember. And I'm, oh, sure. <laughs> Uh, Spook says thoughts about Peacock's user experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is helping me to be like wanting to watch it every week. And yeah, that totally. Is not, I fully expected to be like dreading it each week, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. The next episode is titled Death Watch. Not a good so, sign. <laughs> yeah, not feeling great about that. It's not a not 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 a good sign, but we'll see. Um, we we have some great patrons to thank. Yes. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh, thank you to Kylie Minty. Boo, boo, boo. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh, thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Carp. Pew pew. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford, who can be proud of your namesake now. Yes, it's finally, we've got a good one. <laughs> He's okay now. Um, thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Oh. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, 
Your mom, Kelly Beck. <gasps> boop, 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 mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ow. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow, ow. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ow. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you know what I was thinking about while I was watching this? Um, Mm. While this fanfiction is loading for me? If we haven't seen Eddie yet, and that is true. I'm wondering if they are having Meredith be Eddie. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I miss Eddie for sure and his beautiful I'm... presence. Um, but Meredith is giving that sort of side energy that maybe could be. Especially in this episode when Mia was talking to Meredith and Meredith was like, I don't actually like fighting. Like, I don't, that's not of interest to me. Yeah, she's like, I fight with my words, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So if we're going to see Eddie, then I'm very excited because Eddie is my favorite. Um, Yeah. But if, if Meredith is Eddie, then I'm already sad. (laughs) Because um, Meredith has been a, um, I, I've been I've been enjoying her so far. Uh, okay, hell yeah. My I have I found this fan fiction myself. Oh wow! Thank you. Uh, <laughs> this is from the author Mick Marvel. It is titled "That's What You Do with Someone You Like." The okay. description is Vampire Academy Drabbles. Scenes of Christian and Lissa throughout the Vampire Academy series that I wish they had shown and discussed. And this is from chapter four, slash drabble four, when Christian asks Lissa to be his girlfriend. I thought about this because the kiss this week made me very happy. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Okay. Self-assured and cocky, Christian Ozera was nervously holding his breath and picking at the skin on his thumb below his nail as he waited for a response. Outwardly, though, he looked calm and cool. The only hint of his nervousness came from his icy blue eyes that bore into her jade ones, desperately waiting for an answer. He had just asked her to be his girlfriend. It was the scariest moment of his life, scarier than getting mauled by sighhounds. Thankfully, Lissa's bright smile had made his heart rapidly beat in a good way. A smile, her smile, was definitely a good sign. Of course, she said ecstatically, her lips pressed against his in a passionate kiss. When they broke apart for air, she had the hint of mischief in her eye. After all, I don't just like you. I like you. She grinned up at him with her blue eyes shining. Christian couldn't help the goofy look that overcame him. It was a line that was reminiscent from when he had first kissed her and let her know of his feelings for her. Walking around campus at Lissa's side had taken some getting used to. Every time her fingers connected with his, he would feel a blush creep onto his face. It kicked his heart into overdrive and he was sure everyone knew it. Lissa was holding his hand in front of all of her friends, in front of everyone. A swell of pride hit him and seen. Damn. 
I just want, I want self-assured, cocky Christian Ozera back. Yeah. I I, need him. I need his little just snide comments. His little attitude. Under his breath. I just miss them desperately. I want that. I want that Christian back. Being all good and nice and all, it just gets boring. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. He he's better than this. Exactly. Anyways, um, thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. Um, Tell your friends about the show, Vampire Academy, and tell them about this show. Yes. Tell them about the gun show that is Kieran Moore's (laughs) Mirror Pictures on Twitter. And until next week, as we say here on the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.